Resuming Nerd World Order Broadcast Dynatherms connected Initiating broadcast signal in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 Ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, this is the Nerd World Order broadcast. I am the man that you call Dukes, and to my right, here comes the... Buh, 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 booyah! What's up, it's your boy, Joe? Yo, how hype is that intro? <laughs> it's hype. And to my other, other right, coming straight out of Krakoa, weighing in at 178 adamantium-filled pounds, Alfonso X-Man Flores. Professor Xavier is a jerk. I don't know if I agree with that, and I don't think <laughs> anyone else in the multiverse would either. But Kitty Pride said it. <laughs> well, if Kitty Pride said it, it's got to be true, because she dated Peter... Peter... Res, what is it? Rasputin? What, Rasputin. What's his last name? Peter Rasputin. Rasputin. There you go. Big brother of Elena who is just an awesome character. Uh, this is the official broadcast of the Nerd World Order broadcast. I am the man that you call Dukes. Uh, really glad to be back. Really glad to be discussing with all of you the book of Boba Fett. But before we get into the book of Boba Fett, let's tell all of you about what we did nerdy this weekend. If you guys did anything nerdy this weekend, feel free to drop it in the chat. Because uh, we want to know what you did, not just this weekend, but maybe, uh, you know, Monday through Friday. Let us know what you did that was nerdy. Uh, I went to the uh, Pasadena Pins and Patches Expo. It was really cool. I uh, got to see some of my favorite artists as far as pins go. Uh, shout out to my boy El Capitan. I picked up, uh, let's see here, where's the camera? There it is. You guys can't see that, but I picked up that pin. Uh, Joe, Ooh. you might remember the homie, uh, El Capitan. Um, mm -hmm. Until Death Pins, we met him at the San Diego Comic-Con a while back. Right. Yeah, so I, I went out there this weekend and picked up a few additional pins. And, Where was that know, at? Uh, it's in Pasadena. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was a two-day show, but when I was talking to him, he's like, no, nah, it's one day, dude. I'm like, well, I'm glad I showed up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a great show. They had pins, patches, patches and pin show. But apparently fitted caps are just like, the hot ticket right now mm -hmm. so everyone was getting some fitted caps to you know put their pins put their pins on the fitted caps it was a great time apparently they do them eh, probably about once a month maybe santa Ana or pasadena or something like that so yeah that's cool yeah uh what else or what have you guys been up to nerdy i went well i think i finished Peacemaker, and I started watching um, the old movies with Riddick. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I, I kind of like that stuff. I, you know, I don't know if you guys like it, but I, I was like, I I would, I'm okay if they came out with another movie. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, Pitch Black is mm -hmm. one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, I, I rewatched Riddick. I never, I thought I'd seen it, but I never seen it. I only saw the second one. Oh wow! But but the third one it kind of goes back to the first uh, the first movie, kind of like fights you know little alien monsters. Mm -hmm. So I dug it; it was pretty cool. I was like, dang, I want I want another Riddick movie. Uh, that actually makes me want to watch it as well. I'm probably going to check that out. I will yeah, have to watch them for the first time. <laughs> I've, I've never seen them. <laughs> yeah. I think the second one is on Hulu. I rewatched that one. Right. And the third one is on HBO Max, but I didn't see the first one anymore. Alfonso, do you even own a TV, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do, but you got to realize if it's over PG-13, I've only got a limited window of when I can watch it at night, and sometimes the pills kick in and I have crash. So, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. not a lot of... <laughs> Not a lot of wiggle room for me. Yeah, so, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm amazed at some of this stuff. You're like, never seen it. <laughs> and, 
It's not a lot, honestly. I mean, I haven't seen The Godfather, but I'm going to get there eventually. Uh, Bro, you, you haven't know, seen The Godfather? I, Have you, Alan? When I worked at a movie theater, like, many, many eons ago, mm-hmm. I, I want to say they had Godfather 3 playing, so right. they, like, did the whole trilogy. Mm-hmm. No. Nah. <laughs> come on. You guys know I have the worst attention span. Mm. And I want to say, uh, here's what I remember about Godfather. I think it was two or three. I'm not sure. It was so long they had an intermission. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way I'm watching that. <laughs> I think the second one was better. Out of out of all of them, the second one was kind of like, you know, a little bit better. But yeah, it's, it's super slow. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't rewatch it. You would? <laughs> I wouldn't. I would oh, not. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would not. Hey, Brett on Brett, uh, Variator on uh, Facebook says, never eat the popcorn. I guess that's how you get through a movie. Never eat the popcorn. <laughs> Brett knows when I was a when I worked at the movie theater, like uh there was some uh there there was some shenanigans oh. going on with the popcorn. No shenanigans. Tom yeah. Foolery? Tom Foolery and shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, I admit to nothing. It's probably past the statutes of limitation. Uh Dude, all I know, you used to hook me up with the nachos. Because, you know, back in the day, they didn't give you uh, those little nacho. It's cheap now. They give you the little nacho bags and a little tiny, like, nacho cheese. Yeah. But back in the day, they used to put, like, in the brown container, they used to fill it up with, with nachos in there. And Alan used to hook that thing up so big and <laughs> cheese everywhere, dude. And everyone would look at me like, what the hell? Because they get a little small, but mine was huge. <laughs> Those are good times. Yeah, man. That that's uh those are all the hacks. Like, yeah, you know, they charge you for that bowl, but yeah. if the nachos spill over and you yeah. have that, that brown container, <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Nice. If if Alan wasn't there, it was Butkus. Remember Butkus? Butkus yeah. was right there too, and he he'd hook <laughs> yeah. it up too. Yeah, because uh you went to Oceanside for a while, right? Oceanside High. Well, I think I think I my parents, like, they were moving, like, they were running away from bills. So my freshman year yes. was Oceanside High. Okay. And then we moved to Vista, and I went to Rancho Bonaversa. I think the second year it was built. That's how old I am. So it was okay. the second year that was built, and it was pink. And I remember I was like, wow, okay, pink is cool because I'm, I'm secure in my manhood. I don't mind pinks. I, I can rock some hot pink. And then they had – they didn't have windows yet, but they had the plastic to cover the windows because it was it – was, Basically, they haven't even finished building it. Then we moved back to Oceanside, and then I I went to El Camino, uh, yeah, my junior senior year, which I was right. thankful for. I only went to three different high schools. You know how hard it is to try to make friends. That's Tough. true. That's true, man. I was I was just thinking like you probably knew Buckets from when you went to Oceanside High. Because yeah, mean, it was yeah. it was my freshman year. It was okay. my, we used to take the bus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was cool. Yeah, Buckus was hella cool, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Buckus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda says uh she went to the Pins and Patches show also. She says it was fun. Uh she narrowly avoided spending her entire paycheck. I don't live that life, okay? I went in there, I saw my boy L Cap. I was like, You got any of them pins? He was like, Yeah, I got the thick hotties on the pins. I was like, hook it up, my bro. Hey, Walk pins be expensive too, man. Bro. Yeah, so you'd be like, wait, what? What yeah. kind of what what kind of pins did Amanda get? I don't know what what type of pins did you get, Amanda? Let's see what she says. You can't tell if she's typing in the chat, but I'm sure she is. <laughs> yeah, so yours you is a Gwynpool, right? Uh, I got a Gwynpool, and then last time I saw him, I picked up uh, Chun Li. Chun Li, yeah, right. And then before that. <laughs> I, I don't know if uh, your cameras can capture all this magnificence there, mm. but that's uh, Psylocke. Psylocke. Oh, oh, nice. So pretty. Yeah. Dude, I so used to he... love kicking Alan's butt with Chung Lee. He used to get mad. Because <laughs> Chung Lee was so cheap, remember? You could throw on the ground. You could throw up. You know, you jump in there, you could throw. <laughs> I, dude, I thought Chun Lee was cool, but you yeah. just had the skills with like Joe's one of those people when we played video games, he would figure out how to beat you with every character. Oh man. Yeah. I, yeah. I had this buddy Frank. He would he would always be uh Ryu. And no matter what you would do, you'd jump in, try to kick at him, you'd walk towards him. He would just 
do something and throw you. Like no matter what you did, he would get right there. You couldn't you couldn't stop me just all day long. (laughs) Sounds like Joe. (laughs) Remember, people would be so pissed. Yes. They would be so mad at me. I'm like, quit jumping. Why are you jumping? (laughs) (laughs) Stand your ground. (laughs) Amanda says uh, she picked up some panda pins. She loves pandas. Ooh, I like pandas too. Pandas are pretty dope. Yeah, pandas are dope. Pandas are black, white, and Asian. They're awesome. This is true. Yeah. This is true. Yes. Uh, Never mind. Never mind. Uh, you can't. A panda. A panda. He's a panda. <laughs> panda. Panda. You guys, uh, oh, X Man, you're you're holding out on us. What did hey, you do this weekend? I, I was waiting my turn. <laughs> so uh, last podcast, I talked about how I started my son's Millennium Falcon. Uh, for those of you who didn't listen, uh, I my son has this drive-in theater at his preschool slash kindergarten. He's in kindergarten now. So for the past couple of years, I had to build him a cardboard vehicle to sit there and watch a drive-in movie in. And, you know, the first year I kind of was like, oh, man, I'm awesome. I, did, I made him a little truck. It was sweet. It was blue. And some dad came in with an X-Wing, made me, made me look like a jerk. So then I, <laughs> next year I came in with a Batmobile, which like, oh, my gosh, that Batmobile was so awesome. This year I made a Millennium Falcon. So it's this probably too big cardboard Millennium Falcon. (laughs) (laughs) It took me like four boxes. I put them all together. Um, That was last week. This week, I I actually painted it all up nice and smooth. Oh, man. It looks so good. Um, I'll put pictures up on NWO. I just posted something on my TikTok recently. But uh, what's what's funny is my son, for his birthday, he allowed him to cash in all his change. And I didn't realize that he had well over two hundred dollars in there. What? <laughs> so yeah. Oh, nice. So we, I go. You could pick out any Lego you we want, and and we looked all over for uh, the helicarrier. There was no helicarriers to be found. And he's like, "I want the Millennium Falcon, Dad." I'm like, "Sweet." So we got him the Millennium Falcon. We put it all together. It took us like a week, but it was awesome. But the problem is, Lego ruined me because the Lego Millennium Falcon is gray. So what did I do? I went out and I bought gray paint, and I painted it gray. The Millennium Falcon isn't gray. It's like an off-white. Now I feel like a big jerk, but oh, it looks so sweet. <laughs> it does look pretty awesome. Take away my nerd card. Yeah. Wait, wait. Was it off-white? I always it's, thought it was gray. It's off-white, man. It's like prob- a little bit closer to gray, but it's not gray. It's, oh, man. <laughs> The, th- the thing is, it depends on, like, which version. What I mean by that is, oh. you know how, how how Lucas went in there and he, like, redigitized everything and colorized everything? Right. So I want to say we grew up with, like, maybe the off-white? I don't yeah. know, or the gray. I don't know which one. <laughs> but then later on, it changed, right? Yeah. It's like that thing where C-3PO had that different colored leg but no one remembers right, it right yeah Ooh. i thought it was gray <laughs> yeah i i was i was looking at some reference pictures because i wanted to you know paint the sides and the top and i was like looking for a minimalistic painting and i'm like wait why is this looking white and then i saw i start looking up actual pictures of it and then, and the disneyland one and i'm like oh man it's like a a dark cream off white eggshell i don't know dude it's like <laughs> There's so many different shades of white. Is the Millennium Falcon one of a kind, or are there other ships out there that look like it? I think there there was there was a bunch. It was like you know, it was like the Ford F one fifty of its time, you know. Right. <laughs> um, but that was it was an old hunk of junk, and like it was probably like like uh, like the uh, Ford Pinto, right? Okay. It was out there, and then it's like, oh man, this is crap. We got to get rid of it. It's gone. So, but he had one that he souped up and, you know, worked well for him. He had all that area where he can, you know, hide cargo or people, whatever. So, uh, it was, it was just the souped up version of something that was just complete, you know, dung. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, what say you? I'm looking at the pictures. I mean, they got pictures of gray and white. (laughs) So you could be right. I'm I'm okay with it. I'm I'm secure with it. I'm, 
But my thing is right now, we've got a real Millennium Falcon out there. It's in, in Anaheim down the road, about a half an hour from me, and it's frigging off-white. <laughs> mm. Maybe it, because it's in space, it looks gives the impression that it is gray, Like a, mu- a muted mm-hmm. color, yeah. Yeah. Hey, but I saw that TikTok just right now. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. Do you know you, you think about cutting the hole there and he can is it is it heavy? Can he can he lift it up? He can't no. I can't. Oh, okay. Maybe you know his teacher will it's it's just for him to sit in, but the thing is he's sitting in the very middle. So mm. and then the, the cockpit, what I did was I went over to the 99 cent store and I found this big bucket of of uh popcorn. And of course, you know, I took it out and everybody ate it, but then I was able to, you know, make that into the cockpit. And I just had an idea to where I'm going to make the, uh, the satellite dish and it's going to be a round satellite dish. None of that, you know, later on where it's square, it's going to be round. Mm. <laughs> you guys, he could totally, he could yeah. totally like do like Halloween, like Han Solo and oh. he could sit in it and maybe you could put it on a wagon or something and just told him around. It'd be pretty sick. Yeah. yeah. Chewbacca. <sighs> <laughs> yeah that'd be sick Alfonso, I was th- yeah i was thinking of uh actually dressing him up for this get him a little you know white shirt and a vest you know just so he could be some some hand solo action there <laughs> and you're you're gonna be chewbacca right <laughs> yeah <laughs> as best i can yeah <laughs> you know how hot that'll get man in that <laughs> i would sweat so much Alfonso, do it for the culture, bro. Yeah, do it. All right. <laughs> hey, but get the good Chewbacca mask. Don't get the cheap one. You remember from uh, Step Brothers? Yeah. Like, you got a Chewbacca mask. You got me the cheap one, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I'd do the homemade version where I'd like, you know, get some of that spirit gum glue and I'll be looking like Teen Wolf. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally Chewbacca. Bandolero. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. It's all about the accessories. Just make sure you get the belt. Uh, yeah. Was it the belt? Like an yeah. ammo pet? Belt, it's or? a bandolero, yeah. They got a crossbow run here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys ready to get into the book of Boba Fett? Yeah. I said book of Boba Fett, and Joe had to take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting ready. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, Joe is getting ready for this conversation. He's like, He's like, book of Boba Fett, man. I made it through it. <sighs> Book of Boba Fett. Uh, what were your first impressions when you guys started watching this whole show? Let's say first three episodes. What'd you guys think at first? Uh, the first three episodes, I wasn't. It sucks because it's a follow up to uh, the Mandalorian because Mandalorian was so good that it ruined anything from Boba Fett because Boba Fett's so slow. So the first three episodes were just too slow. And after watching Mandalorian, it, I felt like it, it didn't live up to... I felt like Mandalorian was Boba Fett. And so it was, it was kind of slow for me. That's why... That's why, what, what do you think, Alfie? That's why it was slow for me. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. My, my thoughts were... I mean, of course, I had high hopes. I mean, I was so stoked for it. I'm like, all right, they're setting something up. It's, it's going to get better. It, it's slow, but it's a slow build. It, it's gonna the cream's gonna rise to the mm-hmm. top. I know it's coming. What's gonna happen? And it's like, you know, I think they spent too much time in the flashbacks, even though the pl- flashbacks were better. Um, but they spent too much time there because they should have been able to stay in like in in there now to build there, you know. And and one thing I was thinking about is like, man, would this have been better? I mean, with the exact same content or exact same story and script and all. With a different director, could this have been salvaged? Could it have been a lot better? And yes. I, I think it could have. Because, I mean, I see all the potential there. And and I think it, it's just, man, it could have been better. <laughs> the first three episodes, it, I was I, I was trying to hold on to hope because that's the guy I am. And it's just like, slowly but surely, just ate away at my soul. I went in... I don't really care too much about Boba Fett. <laughs> I probably wouldn't even be following Star Wars at this point if it weren't for The Mandalorian. I feel like that really brought me into enjoying the Star Wars universe once again. Um, I, I did really like when uh, Ray Skywalker named herself 
uh, at the end of was that no Force Awakens Rise of Skywalker? There you yeah, go. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That that was perhaps the best thing I've ever seen in cinema is when she just randomly named herself at the end of a movie. Uh, so expectations going into Mandalorian weren't very high, and I feel like what Joe was saying that really made me enjoy Star Wars again. That made me think, wow, they're going to do some really great stuff with this. Those first three episodes were just slow. And as I mentioned before, you guys know, I got like no attention, (laughs) like no attention span. And so these episodes were just uh, hard to get through. I got a question for you. With Rey naming herself Skywalker, is is that like stolen valor? (laughs) (laughs) But she is a Skywalker. Is she though? <laughs> She's a Palpatine. <laughs> yeah. I think what Ray was telling us all is being a Skywalker is a state of mind. Mm. Yeah. I walk amongst the sky as my people do. <laughs> yeah, but to, those... you, to, to Alfie's point though, Alan, like who could it's written a certain way. So, I mean, granted, like, so you, you have mentioned this before, Alan, Robert Rodriguez is, is a good action sequence kind of director, but it's written a certain way. So it doesn't matter who's going to direct it. It's going to be the same story. Interesting. The only thing that's going to be different is the, you won't get the Power Ranger bikes, right? <laughs> but you're still going to get those guys on bikes. It's still going to be the same outcome. It's interesting you say that, Joe, because I was thinking about this before the podcast. And you might be right. I don't know because I don't know if, uh, you know, Rodriguez took the script and just did it verbatim or if he mixed it up a little bit. Because I was thinking, like, why is it that you can have a really good book and then it gets made into a movie and everyone tells you, the movie's not as good as the book. There has to be something to the concept of, hey, when someone gets a hold of my writing, they attach their vision, which creates a slightly different, askew version of what I intended. I feel like that's what happened with Robert Rodriguez um, in the writing. Just my assumption. Yeah, it's just like the way uh, Dukes and I explained Raised by Wolves to you. Two completely different stories. Same mm-hmm. show. You know, it was just our interpretation, our vision. You know, it, that that's the thing. It's, it's all about their vision. You know, it's like, this is what I read. This is what I, like, if you read a book and I read a book and Dukes read a book and everybody reads that same book and everybody loves that book, nobody's going to put it on the exact same way. You know, the content's the same, but it's like, it's like when you're playing with your two action figures as a kid, right? You got your action figures and you're doing your thing. You know, my game isn't going to be the same as yours. My game isn't going to be the same as his. So I, I I look at the story and I was thinking, you know, it did have potential. It's like with a different director, I, I think they could have done something different. Plus, you know, it's like some directors, like I want to stick to the script. Some directors are, I want to have a little more ad lib. Robert Rodriguez just got to the point to where maybe it's because of all the Spy Kids stuff he did. Everything he did seemed childish, you know? Oh, you think so? so? It's so interesting, man. Like, I'm glad that this isn't streaming live because my head just exploded, man. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, wow. Yeah, like, it was very childish. And, whoa, X, you just, like, you you hit it, dude. Wow. (laughs) That's so true. Even when when you go back to, and, you know, I I don't want to jump ahead. I don't want to be that guy, but. (laughs) <laughs> Even when you go to the episode that he did, the, the final episode, it had a very childish quality to it. You know, oh, man, X, you're on something. Yeah, compared to the other episodes, I mean, that was like, you know, college, and then everything else was like grammar school. Right. Maybe junior high. <laughs> right. <laughs> Interesting. Didn't he, didn't he direct the Mandalorian episode when Bubble Fett came in? Dude. That's that what was I was a, just thinking. Did he? And, and, and yeah, yes. he did. And that's a good yeah. episode. That's that's my point. I'm trying to make is that was a good episode. We weren't talking badly about that episode. Here's what I think, Joe, because I was also trying to reconcile that episode compared to what we saw. 
that episode was a pure action go in mm-hmm. kick ass take names get back my armor sort of episode that's all that was there was very little character development there was very little dialogue and i feel like when rodriguez starts to go there like if you look at rodriguez action movies where it's just like boom action right those are okay but when he tries to make an entire movie where you develop personalities (laughs) where you develop storylines he tends to give us that spy kid trash. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm thinking. I'm thinking in the Mandalorian episode that he directed, Filoni and Favreau said, "This is what we're doing. This is what you need to do. This is what we want." And they're like, "Man, he did so good. Have that Boba Fett. Do what you want to do." And then, without that same reign of control, mm-hmm. it fell apart. Okay, but to your point, what you're making, if they had to do that for that one episode. You know his style. Mm-hmm. They should have did the same thing on this one. Totally. Here's why I think Bubble Fed is not that good. None of us, well, maybe you have. I know I did. I didn't read any comics about Bubble Fed. I didn't read anything about the the novels that came out. You know, saying that he he's still alive, that he never died in that little pit, right? Mm-hmm. And none of us really believe that because that's just you know because it's not canon. Now that they're making a canon. Everybody who probably have never read the comics and or the novels are thinking the bubble fit from the from the movies that it was in a mysterious character. And you want to see this guy kick. But the problem is, is that's Mandalorian. Yeah, the second problem is my boy went in there really thin and came out bigger than he was. And (laughs) it's supposed to be like the time is supposed to be not that long because there's no way he was in there that long. So, and that's, that's another problem, right? Yeah. Like if they have a, <laughs> bro, they could have said, yo, I need you to like not bulk up, but thin down because don't, don't actors do that for the part. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and he, item. you could, you could hide the fact that he, you know, you don't know, you don't know his real age. You don't know how old he is. You can hide that because he's wearing his helmet, right. but you can't hide the fact that all of a sudden he, get, he gets in there really thin and then he gains some weight coming out. Right. And you're, you're, you're catching the guy at the tail end of his career. Right. We don't want to see that. We want to see that dude that was in Empire Strike Back, right? In, Re- in Return of the Jedi. But that's not that's not the guy that we're getting. And I think that's why a lot of people are upset with with the series and why it's not doing well. Yeah, if we would have had him in the time frame of when he was Django Fett, that would have been perfect. You know, but it's it's so much later and he's grown. It's not it's like his body's changed. It's not even a matter of losing weight. You know, he's just He's an old man, you know. It's I feel him. I feel it. (laughs) (laughs) Three things. Uh, number one, it's clear that Boba Fett chewed his way out. So props (laughs) to Boba Fett. (laughs) His way out of the starlight. (laughs) You gotta do it Uh, how you do it. (laughs) Hey, Pac-Man, he had a Pac-Man man. Uh second second thing is uh you're right, this isn't the Boba Fett. I'm I'm not invested in Boba Fett either way, but it's not the Boba Fett we wanted. The Boba Fett we wanted is the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Boba Fett to me was a cash grab because people kept saying, we want Boba Fett, we want Boba Fett, we want Boba Fett, but that's not what we wanted. We wanted Boba Fett like, I don't know, 20, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what they gave us was, unfortunately... A realistic portrayal based on the chronology and the timeline of who this guy would be now. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like, hey, I I don't I can't align myself with fans who asked for something for years but didn't expect it be, to be done in a manner that was logical. Like, hey, I am 30 years older. I gained a little weight. My metabolism slowed down a little bit. That's mm-hmm. changed the way I do things. Mm-hmm. You know, what if the book of Boba Fett? was just something to throw us off the scent, you know, because everybody's like, Juan, Juan Boba, Juan Boba, Juan Boba. But, like, we've got Mando for you. But, yeah, Mando's cool. Juan Boba. It's like, you know what? Okay, we'll give you Boba. Now you're going to take the taste out of your mouth now. Now you want Mando. You only want Mando, right? Shut up about Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. But Disney owns Star Wars, so they could have just made Mando Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You didn't have to make Mandalorian. You could have made 
my my thing is why why not do Bubba Fett where he's young before he before Empire Strikes Back? There's no reason for them to do it now as he's older. They could have did something new. No one has anything to compare it to, right? And he, and you could just build from it and just and he could just be a badass, just just like Mandalorian. Yeah. Now here's another thought uh, on what you guys think. Obi Wan Kenobi. They're not doing it old Obi-Wan Kenobi. They're doing like the younger one, like when he's on Tatooine. Now, if now if um gosh, I can't think of his name right now, dude. Oh you and McGregor? No, his master. I can't think of his name. Oh, Qui-Gon? Qui-Gon. If Qui-Gon doesn't show up as a ghost in that <laughs> Obi-Wan series, people are gonna flip out. <laughs> You know the force goes that way, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you know what's up. Because, dude, he's going to have to show up in that series because that's what people are going to be waiting for. Because if he showed up, you remember when he showed up to Yoda? He's like, hey, I got some things to teach you. If he doesn't show up with Obi Wan, people are going to be like, what the hell? I didn't realize he had shown up to Yoda. Yeah, it was. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember which Star Wars guy didn't like the prequels, but I think. Was it Alfie? Was it when they redid him? That Qui Gon showed up. No, Qui Gon. No, they didn't redo him. Yeah, Qui Gon showed up at the end with uh, Yoda. No, was that was that was young Anakin, wasn't it? No, 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 that was Qui Gon. Oh man, I don't know. Like he he ended up showing up and he talked to Yoda. I wanted was Obi Wan there? I can't remember. It's been years, but he shows up <laughs> and he talks to him like, "Hey, I got some things to teach you." Maybe it was Obi Wan. I well, I got one. I got to watch it again, anyways, because the kid's about to be seven. You know, well, oh. ne- next year. <laughs> the, the torture, the torture. <laughs> <laughs> he has to know my pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. the o- The only thing I really remember about the uh, you know the prequels is I didn't dislike Jar Jar Binks as much as a lot of other people did, right. but the idea that he was a Sith. Either it's bad writing, right? Or based on you know all the YouTube stuff, he was definitely going somewhere because he was just he seemed a lot more ominous than just being the clown than being the town clown, you know? Right. Well, like when he when he dropped all those bombs, man, that was like some some drunken master stuff. Oops! Yeah. <laughs> well, I fell over. <laughs> Boomba. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they were saying that's what Luke. I think Lucas had an idea. That's what he was going to do. But yeah, I think he sold it by then, dude. If 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 that would have happened, how the dynamic would have changed everything. What you would have been oh, like, yeah. wow, I can see it. This character is dope. Yeah. And there's just a lot of people that like to sit, and it, it's perfect setup for him to be this because he was annoying as hell. Yeah. But if you're gonna be a Sith, in that what they do. Yeah. Yes. They hide in the shadows, and you don't think he's any anything bigger. I mean, there was a bunch of different. Um, Videos about even Mace Windu that was dope. I mean, it, it seems like people that discuss where characters should go seem like it's a lot better than the actual people that write stuff about them, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. It's it's like people who pay attention to the fans make excellent product. Mm-hmm. People who make things that they want, mm-hmm. that's when we have problems. Right. Right. Are you guys ready to talk the... Uh, let's see here. The Bryce Dallas Howard and the Dave Filoni episodes. Uh, Misa maybe. thinks I'm ready to go. Muy, muy. Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, let's focus on her abilities as mm-hmm. a director. Dope. I know. I just ruined Dope. her day. She's good. So good. Yeah. She, she's a beautiful, good actor. And director, yeah. which proves your guys' point. She directed it, and it was so good. Yeah. So yeah. you could say it's writing it's her. Yeah. Even the the whole tone was completely mm-hmm. different. It, it was. It, was good. it felt like we're back in Mandalorian, which it was. It was a Mandalorian episode, but oh man! And then when they, you know, you got Ahsoka, you got you got Luke, you got R two, mm-hmm. you got Grogu, you got oh my gosh! It was like <gasps> yeah, spider mm-hmm. robots. Oh wait. <laughs> no, but is that why it was good? Because they brought back Mandalorian. 
here's my observation of uh let's see here robert rodriguez his experience in movies like working with quentin tarantino and a few of his own is non-sequential storytelling that's what he gave us in all of his episodes up until the very last one non-sequential storytelling the problem was him because the the first episodes it's like oh uh, I'm in the future. I'm in the past. I got a lizard up my nose. And <laughs> he, the way that he tells stories are the things that we didn't like about his episodes. So I feel like when someone else took the same material that was presented to, to them from Favreau, they were like, Hey, we're going to tell this story in a straightforward manner. There's no, Oh, Grogu. This happened to Grogu like a year ago. And, this happened here. No, it's like Mando's here, Grogo's here. This happened. This happened. This happened. Boom. Yeah. But here's the thing, though: <laughs> how many episodes did this guy direct? Like Dave Filoni and like John. You know, I can never Favreau. say that. Favreau. 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 <laughs> they didn't say like, "Yo, we need someone else to direct this episode." <laughs> Consider this, my bro. <laughs> Maybe they did. Yeah, because positive. out of nowhere, BDH Bryce Dallas Howard that's what I call her BDH uh mm -hmm. comes in and says, Hey, I got this episode, and then your favorite, uh, you know, Mr. uh, what's his name? Filoni, Dave Filoni, Dave Joe yeah. loves Dave Filoni. I would know who Dave Filoni is until Joe started telling me about him. Filoni comes in, and those are the best two episodes, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, someone's probably looking at like the dailies and and all the shows, and they're like. <laughs> We got to do something. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It was Ron Howard. He looked at it. He's like, uh, get my daughter. Get my daughter. <laughs> then why, would they, why would they have him do the last episode then? For the spin. The spin move, dude. Unnecessary <laughs> spin move. You know, because I feel like the reason that they used him for that last episode is because if they didn't, it would have been way too evident that they identified his directing was a problem. Bro, it is. Who cares, bro? They need to say, tag, I'm in, sucker. <laughs> I, I bet you I bet you it was already filmed. I bet you he filmed all his stuff possible. before. Possible. And then they went back and did those. Because, I mean, they were so different. They were so, oh, man. But, yeah. <laughs> but still, you got to watch it. Like, it, yeah. I'm sure they watch it. And, you know, they think, like, hmm. They're like, <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah let's let's get into the uh well you guys can discuss the bdh episode or if you guys want to discuss the uh the feloni episode feel free I any thoughts on those two specifically anything that stood out yeah they were so good basically yeah. it was like was it mando season three yeah <laughs> yeah you know what i mean it just picked up so I, I it's almost like they used the bubble the bubble fest series to finish some loose ends for the Mandalorian. So when the Mandalorian season three comes out, it gets right into it. Because mm -hmm. now it's like when Bubble Fett ends, this is what I'm thinking. Nothing about Bubble Fett. I'm going to be honest. I'm thinking Baby Yoda and Mandalorian, where do they go from here? Like, is Baby Yoda going to be an Obi-Wan? Is Baby Yoda going to die? You know, when, when does Baby Yoda die? Because basically, you know, Baby Yoda is going to die. I don't know. Or what if they go back to Mandalore, right? And he and the Mandalorian reestablish the whole Mandalorian culture, and that's where Baby Yoda's been. And because if Baby Yoda's there, she's, the Baby Yoda's not really going to be using the Force, so therefore, you know what I mean? Like, who knows? That's the big question that took away from me at the end of Boba Fett. It had nothing to do with Boba Fett. And then Ahsoka. <laughs> I get hyped up for Ahsoka because that's oh, my yeah. favorite character. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, where does she go from here, right? But Bubble Fett, like it ends, and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> you know what? One thing about Grogu, I mean, he, like, Luke reawokened a lot of the information that he had locked in his head from trauma, you know? He, he, can, he can jump, he can flip, he can do all those moves now. And, you know, yeah, he gets tired, but I'm sure as he, as he grows and practices more, I don't think he's going to lose it. I don't, and who's to say he didn't be like, you know, all right. Uh, Luke's asleep. I'm gonna go ahead and take Yoda's lightsaber with me, and we're gonna go uh, hang out with Mando. You know, why not? Or you know, Ahsoka was like always against the Jedi and against the Sith. 
why 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 wouldn't like they meet up with her later like you know she's getting the band back together and she's gonna hop out and they're like oh hey grogu i went ahead and made you this because you know you could probably use it you know so i i think there's a lot to that i don't think he's done with the force just because he's not going to train anymore i mean that like look at luke he he wasn't done with the force and he wasn't done training either and all of a sudden one day he's a jedi master you know what i mean it all, it all came natural to him. But Grogu has probably had more training than what Luke did by the time Empire happened, you know, or the end of Empire. So I, I, there could be big things there for, for Grogu. Um, and then the Darksaber, right? The episode where uh, <laughs> Mando comes in, he starts using his Darksaber, and he, like, cuts himself. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, that, that's, that was so cool to see because I was, I was listening to somebody talking about how, like, um, you know, lightsabers are the tools of a Jedi. You know, that's the weapon of choice for a Jedi. You know, it's like, well, if a lightsaber is so, you know, powerful and easy to use, everybody would have one, right? Why not? Why wouldn't you want somebody to cut through anything? You know, Jedis die all the time. Well, in Order 66, they did. Somebody had to collect those lightsabers, right? Sell them on the black market. Next, you know, everybody and their kids got one. But if you don't know how to use it properly, if you don't have to focus the flow of the energy, it's not going to work so well for you, right? Mm-hmm. And and somebody else I heard explain the way, like a sword, a sword has a counterbalance. Like, you know, the hilt is is so heavy, but the blade has weight to it too. So, you know, it allows you to flow. With a lightsaber, there's no weight to the, the laser sword part of it, <laughs> right? So it, it's not quite the same. So, and I, I like the way it started to drag down because he wasn't using the, you know, you got to use the force to help it move. You know, you got to feel it. it it's... There was a lot to that, so I, I, I really appreciate that. I, I like the way they did that. And that stuff alone right there, fighting with, um, the John Favreau uh, Mandalorian for, for the right to the Darksaber, you know, fight, learning how to fight with the Darksaber against, against the, uh, the Blacksmith, you know. That, all that right there was so much better than the first three episodes by itself. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, what they're saying, uh, the Darksaber is kind of a lie. So basically, like, the reason why he struggles with it is because he hasn't accepted the fate of him being the ruler for Mandalore. Oh. And so that's why it's heavy and he can't lift it up to where, dang it, I can't remember the other guy's name, the brother. I don't remember. Gideon? No, no, not Gideon. Oh, Gideon. Like Gideon. <laughs> Dos, Los but, Hermanos Pollos? Dos um, <laughs> I don't remember his name, but the reason why he's able to wield it is because yeah. Even though he's not Mandalorian, he wanted right. to rule rule Mandalore. Right. And so the Dark Saber accept him because the Dark Saber has the Mandalorians in their, you know, um, best interest. Yeah. So even though he's not Mandalorian, he wants to rule it. So therefore, he's able to wield it, and that's why he's able to swing it around. Uh, and that makes sense. Mandalorian can't do it. And you're right; it is Gideon. It's Moff Gideon. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'll be but I'll be butchering names, bro. <laughs> he, he's not he's not a grand moff, he's only a moth. Yeah. Because there was Grand Moff Tarkin, yeah. then you got Moff Gideon. And oh man, did you see how scared he was when Luke came in? Oh, that's I mean that's a whole whole yeah, yeah, Dude, the fear. Good. And then everybody else is like, who's this guy? You know, it's like, yeah, he saved the universe, but it, it wasn't televised. You know, how's everybody supposed to know that? <laughs> if you really think about it, like Anakin and or Luke Skywalker never brought balance to the Force. His whole his whole gene, basically anything with love, just destroyed the whole Jedi. I don't know, man. Did it? Did it? Uh, Vader bring balance when Order uh, sixty six was executed? It's like I'm gonna give it all these fools. There now, there's one one there's one Sith and one Master, right? Or Sith and a whatever. And then you got a Padawan, and a, that was balance right there. You had four. <laughs> yeah, it was balance dead. for the Sith. <laughs> Wasn't that the? Uh, I, I thought Joe, you had mentioned this before that the interpretation is that the Jedi's are supposed to be the good guys, but what they actually want for you is contrary to human or alien, whatever we want to call it. But it's contrary to human nature because they want you to remove all emotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the idea is actually that the Sith want you to embrace your natural self, yeah. and they're more likely to achieve a balance than the Jedi's because the Jedi's are so extreme. Yeah, because you can't love it all, and the the most powerful Sith is what someone that said that they, they were told they couldn't love. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. In fear, in love and fear, right? Because Luke yeah. feared Kylo was going <laughs> to... You can't be like, hey, yo, bro, <laughs> you know, are you okay? Like, are you going to go to the dark side? No, let me just try to kill you, and I think that's going to be okay. <laughs> like, I think that's why people are upset, because that's not Luke's character. Like, you know, this you, you think you can save your dad, which you did, but you can't save your nephew? Well, it's the whole idea that the Jedi is like, it's the repression of that feeling, right? Mm -hmm. It's the repression, which leads to the bad decisions. Every time when Luke tries to repress his feelings, it results in a bad decision, you mm -hmm. know? So I, I thought you were the one who said it, Joe, that the Jedis are actually the bad guys in all of this. Yeah, because they yeah, are. They're, yeah. They are. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Let's get into that final episode, gentlemen. Let's ride a rancor. <laughs> oh, bro. God. Why didn't he do that from the beginning? Like, if you <laughs> know you got that thing in there, let me just ride that thing instead of. <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay. You're, you're, <laughs> you're in a castle, right? Jabba the Hutch Castle. It's, it's, and well, it's indestructible. Like you're not you. There's only it's like Lord of the Rings. I heard someone say it's like Lord of the Rings, uh, Imperial Down. You have one way to get in, so you have the higher ground, like Obi Wan Kenobi. You have the higher ground, but you choose to stay in a little inn and listen to a girl that was beating up the locals for money. Now <laughs> wants you to stay there and say, "Oh, if we leave, the locals are going to be disappointed." Nah, you were you were robbing the locals, so I'm kind of. <laughs> I'm kind of confused. And that's not Robert Rodriguez, bro. That's the writing. That just doesn't make sense to me, right? And then you got, was it, uh, Karkisan? Kakistan? How do you say his name? Chrysanthemum. You're going to be the biggest dude. Bro, if this dude was playing dodgeball, he'd be done. He's just going to stand in the middle and say, hey, come and shoot me and hit me. It's like, bro, you're supposed to be the best bounty hunter, and you're in plain sight. Like, I, I just don't get it. He's like, my leg. Oh, I'm fine. Oh, my leg. Oh, wait, no, I'm fine. <laughs> I was confused by that, too. I was like, yeah, his leg is dangling. And then in the next scene, he's just like doing this smile jog. <laughs> and then his leg is dangling off looking like, uh, what was it? Anderson Silva? <laughs> oh, man, that was so yeah. bad. Oh, he looked like Anderson Silva yeah. in some scenes. And then in other scenes, he was just jogging. I'm like, how's that work? It's Wookiee technology. <laughs> hey, bro, what was up with your brother Scad? He just did the Robert Rodriguez. I'm gonna turn real slow and then shoot. I'm like, no, bro. Like, I'm not here for that. Like, just I'm like, dude. When he when he did that, he should have went. <laughs> yeah. It, it just, I don't get it. Yeah, there was a lot about the final episode that made me. Hope someone else would have directed it. Mm -hmm. It just didn't flow well. Um, like the, when the Rancor lost. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert. Um, anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> if you don't know, it's too late because now you know. Um, when the Rancor lost it and he started like, you know, climbing buildings and ripping apart everything, I was like, yeah. I was like, dude, they, it's like they had to figure out a way to extend it and create some additional right. drama. So the right. Rancor just lost it. Mm -hmm. now, I mean, to be fair, the, the episode the episode was bad, but it had some pretty good moments. I mean, there was the one scene where, where Boba and, and Mando, they like came come in their jetpack. And, you know, it's like that, that picture moment. That was super sweet. You know, riding the Rancor was still pretty cool. I mean, honestly, I don't know why, like, you got, like, 10, you're fighting, like, 10, 15, 20 guys at the most, right? I'll, I'll be right back. Why not get Slave 1, or whatever they're calling it nowadays, right? <laughs> why didn't Mando go back with him and jump in his, his Naboo fighter and just gun everybody down like they like like Boba Fett did those bikers, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. they, those two ships would have taken everything out. They would have been fine, right? Oh, man. Uh. <laughs> 
I get Return of the Jedi because, you know, like, Bubble Fett couldn't fly that far because of special effects. <laughs> but I'm like, is there a time limit on the jetpack? Like, if you're playing a video game, like, you got 15 seconds that you can fly in the air. I'm like, I wouldn't come down. Like, I'm like, why are you coming down? You have the higher ground. Did you not learn anything from Obi-Wan Kenobi? You have the higher ground. I just don't understand it. I mean, that, that fight scene was cool. But then again, like, like I said, Dude, his star cruiser like is dope, dude. Like he could have literally took out the whole Boom. army and been like, "What?" Yeah. Oh man, that was nuts. I mean, you know, you got to think about it. Those jetpacks they are cool, but they you can't really have a really big fuel reserve in those. But in the <laughs> earlier, like in the first and second season of right. The Mandalorian, weren't the Mandalorians just like flying for extended periods of time? With their jetpacks, right. yeah, like they were going on field trips. <laughs> and then what? another thing, like, so there's only one of them that survived with the the person that I don't know her name um, that makes their gear for them. There's only two of them left. <laughs> well, that one chick died like three times. The one in the green, yeah, yeah. it was so funny. I was watching something about. It. They're like, oh look at over here, this guy. Look, he's dead. Oh, he's back up. This guy's so they they were dealing with that Chrysanthian technology there, where like they're finding it. Yeah. And how did Black Chrysanthemum even fit into the regeneration tank? Because Boba Fett was like, "Oh, I'll get you back in the regeneration tank." Does that thing extend or what? <laughs> it's it's like work? two more clicks, click, click, <laughs> click. I thought it only worked on clones. I the back. Uh, apparently not. No, because yeah. Luke's the first time we saw it, Luke Skywalker was in it after he got his hand cut off. In that mm. fight after Empire, he was in the tank. Like, but why? And but then why they though? remember why? they used it in Starship Troopers. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, man. The more you guys talk about this episode, the worse it gets. <laughs> well, why would if Luke? If, if it was only his hand, why you're right, Alan? Why was he in there? Because <laughs> they just fixed his hand. They give him a new one. You know, I was a little kid and I was watching. I was like, oh, I guess he's in there. I don't even know why he's in there, but whatever. For electrolytes, it was the electrolytes, <laughs> the acaline. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think of something that I liked about that episode. Like even when the people from whatever town that was came in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like Freetown. Freetown. My thing was like they kept bringing more people in and be like, oh, wow, they'll save the day. And then those people got shut down. They'd be like, oh, this will save the day. And then those people got shut down. Well, wait, they, said, they go, let's bring in. We're going to bring an army. We're going to have a whole garrison. Like five guys show up in a boat. Yeah. <laughs> but what's the point of that? Why would they park it? I'd be just, why don't we just keep driving and shoot everybody? No, let me just park it and get shot at. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, I don't understand. Well, I'll just say overall, uh, I think the BDH and uh, Filoni <laughs> well, episodes uh, definitely uh, were a, sh a shining moment in the show for me, and overall made me enjoy the the, the total show. Let me ask you guys this. Were there any characters that stood out that you'd like to see more of? Any spinoffs that you hope would come from this show? Cad Bane. Dude, why you got to bring up something else to make me rant? <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> you finally take this character that I know little to nothing about, but I know he's a badass. And people <laughs> have been waiting for him, right? And he comes out, and he's a badass. And he gets the what? The the five minute treatment and yeah. he's dead at the end of five minutes after the entire internet's blew up and got hyped on him yeah okay he had to have been super tired because he walked from town to town right <laughs> he was exhausted <laughs> probably a little heat stroke you know what i mean <laughs> he, he needed some electrolytes <laughs> bubble fed killed him i think i'm not sure if it's in the comic books or the books so mm -hmm. bubble fed does kill him oh yeah well, and you know what's funny is like I saw some stuff where they they brought in some deleted scenes from something where where Boba Fett and him actually had a shootout originally, and that's that's why Boba Fett has the dent in his helmet from Cad Bane, and mm -hmm. also Cad Bane 
after his hat fall off, you, you saw that he had a metal plate over his brain because Boba Fett shot him in the head. Oh, so wow. that was a deleted scene from one of the cartoons, I think. Clone War, yeah. not Clone War. Yeah. And, you know, but it's like apparently Cad Bane trained him for a while, you know, mm-hmm. took him under his wing after Django died. But I don't know, he was a cool looking character. I liked it, you know, and I remember yeah. seeing a couple episodes of Clone Wars where he's like sliding down something or jumping up something. It's like, how's this guy taking out Jedis left and right with, you know, a couple of six shooters? But yeah, he's, he, did. he was he was dope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I liked it. Even when I with my limited exposure to Clone Wars, I thought he was awesome. Yeah. He has a cool looking cool looking look. Yeah. Yeah. So other than uh a rant worthy character, any other standouts? I- anything uh, you want to see more of? Maybe Cobb Vanth. Yeah. The guy at the at the end of the mm-hmm. uh was it end credit scene? He was just getting I'm kind of curious to see like how much and what part of his body is going to have any mecha- mechanical stuff, even though he just got shot in the shoulder? Well, he had, <laughs> he's going to lose the whole arm. So he's going to have a super fast, quick draw like, mechanical arm now. <laughs> my dude got shot in the shoulder. I'm like, come on, Robert Rodriguez. He's got to be shot in the gut or something, man. You know, he, he got shot in the shoulder. And I was like, all right, cool. At the end, he's just going to come out and start helping. You know, apparently, I guess he, he died. I'm like, wait, what? He got shot in the shoulder. Like, I don't get it. Joe, was he a character from the Clone Wars or anything previously? Uh, uh, they made a book about him. Oh, okay. And so that's where that character came from. It came from a book. Um, okay. I think they had a trilogy of the book with him in it. Oh, wow. Yeah, because yeah. he basically had the book. He had basically had Bubble Fett armor in the book. So he was wearing oh, okay. it. And so that's why they had that Mandalorian episode where he was wearing it already. Okay. And so basically, it just became canon. That's why a lot of people like who read the books are like, "Oh, dang, he's canon." Got it. Okay, good stuff, I, man. I do want to follow personal grievance here. Cat and Cobb, Bane and Bane. Their names are too similar. It's a bunch yeah. of BS. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I want to say they were created by different writers. So, I mean, it's just coincidental, maybe. <laughs> it's, it's kismet. Or I could be wrong. Maybe it's the same person that created both. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe writers just say, hey, this sounds cool. Maybe phonetically <laughs> that sounds cool. So they just run mm-hmm. with it. So I have a, a complaint. Okay. Some might refer to it as a rant. Um, it's the Lazarus Pit effect. Or it's the effect mm-hmm. where people die, but at the end of the day, we can bring back anybody. You know, we, we figure out a way to bring back anybody, which reduces the impact of having anyone shot killed maimed and anything like that that's just bad writing you know you, mm-hmm. you shouldn't you shouldn't go through all that nonsense to simply say oh look we got a screwdriver in a bucket of water and now they're back alive <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think i don't think that's going to bring people back from the dead i think it's just it's like it's like your your hospital in a, in a tank you know what i mean it's just there to help you heal and sell, you know to fix things, but I don't think it's going to bring anybody back from the dead. Okay, did you guys not think your boy was dead when they <laughs> left him in that desert? He was shot in the shoulder. Or who, Bubble Fett? He just had a sunburn. <laughs> he, he just needed some SPF five thousand. <laughs> every character is like every character you think is dead. I'm surprised he didn't take some of the uh, some of the Tuscans and like take them and put them in the in the regeneration tank. I think that's what they do because even Darth Maul came back in the in the Clone Wars series. He, he's going to be back in Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, he was going to have like the top half yeah. survive somehow. Yeah, come on, bro. <laughs> well, the thing the, the the one downfall about killing somebody with lightsaber or cutting them in half or. It cauterizes the wound instantly, so they're not bleeding to death, right? So that gives them time to put them in a back to tank and get them some robotic spider legs. But what about when they turn into sand? Do they like yeah. scoop the sand up and like pour it into the tank? Yeah. It, just, it, it, it goes to like they can't they can't think of anything new. Like Darth, they, he kills Darth Maul, and they would love Darth Maul, and he's like, "Dang, that's a that's a dope character." And we only had him in like one episode. No. Hey, let's bring him back in the Clone Wars. Boba Fett was only in a couple. Of, let's bring him back. Alan had mentioned this before. It's just a money grab. Yeah. No one can come up with anything like, like the Cobb Van and then the and, and then um, Cobb Van. 
those are dope characters. You could build uh, their own series. You don't oh, need yeah. a Bubble Fett, right? I would love to see that the dude walk. I mean, does he ride somewhere and then he just parks his cars, his border Power Ranger bike somewhere and then walks like he's been walking a mile? Like, what does he do? Like, <laughs> I, you know, I would love to see something with that guy. I would love to right. see something with um, with the with the marshal in his town. You know, it, they have characters there, but. I guess it's just a fan service, like you've said before. Like people just want to see what they want to see. But Alfie had also said they give you stuff that you don't think you need, but you really need. And right. that's what they need to start doing. I yeah. think. Yeah. Wait, are you saying a space western might be a good idea? We'll get I think some guys in, we'll get some guys yeah. in brown coats. We'll get, you know, <laughs> Serenity. Is Serenity? No, what was the show called again? Firefly. You know, once again, Alfonso disappoints because Star Trek <laughs> was pitched as a space western. Shut up, yeah, really? I think it was. Yeah, yeah, dude, you, you just completely shot me down, X. I was like, X is going to make a Star Trek reference, and you're like, <laughs> Firefly, Firefly. <laughs> hey, Firefly was good though. It's so good. Are they going to redo it? Yeah, dude, you took me to go watch the movie. I didn't know it was a Firefly movie. <laughs> Bro, you said, dude, there's a TV series and it got canceled. I'm like, I've never seen it. Yeah, I think I said, 18-year-old me said, hey, <laughs> that girl's hot. And she does <laughs> clips and stuff. Let's yeah. go watch this. It was a good movie, though. Yeah. And that one girl was hot and she did flips. So. <laughs> Wait, was she in Terminator? No, that wasn't her, huh? No, she was in no. Sarah, Sarah Connor Chronicles. Summer Glau? Yeah, yeah, she was in the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Oh wow, Alfonso didn't even have to Google that. <laughs> Not totally. Because I was like, I'm pretty sure. I thought she was a Terminator. I was like, I think I saw her in Terminator. Yeah. Yep, yep. That's right. Okay. She was a Terminator. Yeah. She played another character with no personality who kicks butt. <laughs> but you know what? I don't know if that uh, they were talking about rebooting the franchise and everything. I can't see them doing it now with all the pressure on Joss Whedon. Ooh, oh, yeah, he's got a lot of pressure. Yeah, and that's that's all him. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, that is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was his baby. Yeah. Well, we have made it through all seven or eight. Eight episodes of the book of Boba Fett? Yeah, I think, it, I think it's eight. Okay. We have Wait, made it through eight? seven. Oh. Do I have five? Five, I get five. No, five. Seven I think it was seven. It was yeah. seven. It was weird. Because eight. Right. Okay. Because Robert yeah. Rodriguez did one more episode and like, we're getting rid of that one completely. <laughs> Isn't that possible? Like, wouldn't you seriously think that's possible? Like, right. they were just like, there is no reason to have this additional episode if it's made by Robert Rodriguez. Well, they have an eight episode <laughs> formula at Disney Plus. Yeah. Right? That's their thing. So seven. I mean, who makes seven episodes of anything? They probably said, you know what? Uh, this is <laughs> they, they're like, okay, we're going to take what we got. We're going to make the best of it. And then we're going to have Bryce Nelson Sauer do one more episode. And we're going to have Dave Filoni do one more episode. And then we'll just call it a day. Just call it a day. <laughs> like you guys said, the final episode was already done. So anything that Filoni and BDH did was simply fixing or trying to give us something we'd enjoy. Gentlemen, we are at the end of this episode of the Nerd World Order broadcast. No. It's true. It's true. So who wants to not give us a Robert Rodriguez level <laughs> final thoughts? I'll go. I'll go. I got it. I got it. All right. First of all, before I say anything else, I want to give a huge shout out to two new listeners in the Washington area. We're all over the globe here. Um, Chuck and Brittany, thank you so much. Thank you so much for, for listening. I appreciate your feedback. Uh, I love the comments. You guys like everything. Thank you so much. Um, and then when it comes to Nerd World Order, Order broadcast, I want you to go back and remember yourself as a you know eight-year-old kid. You, know, you, you have these toys that you love and you want to share them with your friends. So you collect them all, you share them with your friends, trade them with your friends. That's what I want you to do with us. Tell everybody about us. Get us out there. Share the love, guys. Yeah. I, I want to thank uh, Amanda and Brett 
for uh, putting a few comments in there. Brett's a huge Star Wars fan, huge Star Wars collection. Brett has a tattoo of the Millennium Falcon on his back, bro. <laughs> oh, <there laughs> is, is it, it off white or gray? Who was the who was it? Was it Brett or was it somebody else that you had me go sign Darth Maul? That was like? Brett. That was Brett, that was, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Brett is serious about. Brett said Star yeah. Wars. Star Wars. Right. You say I'm gonna listen to this one. <laughs> yeah, I remember doing that. I remember I got, I got a picture with him too. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, so thank you both for listening. Uh, thank you for everyone else who listened to the show today. Uh, this, that's right. This concludes this episode of the Nerd World Order broadcast. So until next time, ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, I am NWO. We are NWO. Nerds redefined. Booyah!